Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Who remembers the Blues Brothers, Jake and Elwood Blues? Yes, they felt they were on a mission in life. My next guest believes a sense of mission is crucial to any company to succeed. Darren Ashby is the co author of Every Team Actually Doing Business Better. He's also Chief Impact Officer of Business for Zero. And he joins me now. Um, uh, Darren, you're very welcome to the programme. Hi, Bobby. Nice to be here. Now, my favourite quote from the Blues Brothers, first of all, is, are you the police? And then the guy says, no, we're musicians. But that gets us off to a, it is a great movie. But the, the mission of life, is mission just a buzzword in your view? Well, I, I guess if you mean by buzz, is, is there buzz around it right now? Um, uh, yes, a lot. Um, but if, if you mean by buzz, is it is it a, a sort of a trivial idea? Then I, I, I disagree. I, I mean, I think I think mission or purpose and having a sense of purpose is a pretty basic question that any of us yeah. should ask ourselves. You know, when we when we come together, particularly businesses, you know, what 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 kind of impact do we want to have in the world? I mean, clearly, you know, business needs to make money to survive and it needs to fund itself to have that kind of impact. But you know, in this day and age, we need to be very, very aware, given all the resources and talent businesses suck up. Okay. Um, you, 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 when you talk about the book, you, you cite some examples, Darren. Um, and again, I think in your early days, you, you went into Barclays Bank uh, on a transformational <laughs> project and you probably learned the hard way that you know putting tell us a little bit about that story maybe you'll tell it better than I will well yeah I mean uh, gosh that was a that was a long time long time back it was when um, Bob Diamond uh, left uh, uh, it's one way of saying it Barclays and there was a new chief exec uh, in in charge and he was definitely up for changing the 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 culture of um, of Barclays and we were asked to do that. And I, I, we were at the time, we were working for a very creative uh, company and we did lots of very bold, quite shouty, provocative things. You know, we, we covered rooms in every headline and bad headline that had been written about Barclays at the time and, you know, talked to leaders about the situation they were in and created a, a, a purpose. But the truth is none of that worked. And the, the reason it didn't work is because the, the purpose existed as this sort of lofty statement of good intent. But yeah. never actually had anything to do with their strategy and and the way they executed against the strategy. I mean, it was just a, it was just a, a flaccid line, you know, that, that that had nothing to do with what they actually did every yeah. day. Yeah, well, that comes on to my next point. So you say that the these three strands of purpose, strategy, strategy, and culture can't operate individually, and I think I get that. But it says another word to me, which is sincerity. Mm. Well, we talk about conviction. Yeah, conviction and sincerity. Um, I mean, it's why the work that we do is to define it has to be done by the the top team of of, of the business. I mean, we we can all. I mean, getting the getting everyone in the organisation to feed into that process that's a good idea. But the the kind of thinking that's required to do purpose, strategy, and to look at your culture is it, some of the hardest strategic thinking anyone's going to do, and it, it it really needs to be done by the top team so that they author every word and feel real ownership for it, that there's real sincerity and conviction in it. So and, it's, and we, yeah, sorry. Go on, sorry. No, sorry. So you're talking then about deep humanity, 
creative yeah. thinking and commercial edge. And commercial edge, Absolutely. I assume, means the business has to make money. For sure. I mean, yeah. for sure. For sure. I mean, and that's one of the big mistakes is using purpose statements to sort of just say lofty things about what we want to do in the world without actually having any teeth. And, you know, I mean, for us, uh, the right level for a purpose statement is somewhere between, you know, big impact that we want to have and a very bland description of the business we're in. If you get the sweet spot in the middle where you talk about uh, or reframe the industry that you're in, where you uh, really dial up the, the right, the, the specific rights to win you might have or that what makes you different. And then uh, translate that into a statement that also talks about the commitment you're making to the society and environment you're operating in. When you get those three bits right, then it has real power. Yeah. And you, you talked there about buy-in at the very top, uh, mm. the whole leadership by example piece. How mm. important is that? It's It's critical. Right. I mean, it's absolutely critical, and in fact, you know, we won't we 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 won't do a piece of work if it's not sponsored by the CEO, and if the CEO isn't prepared to be in the room, literally with a pen in their hand, writing and iterating and doing the thinking, there's absolutely no point. Yeah. And 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 quite quite often, our work intersects with you know, do I have the right leaders on? on the team because you know and actually what we often say is let do the work together as a team and then you'll know yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, you absolutely. Really tell. yeah um you, you you also say you, you you believe that businesses rarely release the full potential of the individuals they have attracted <laughs> and you see that as a huge waste and it is indeed a huge waste Mm, I know, absolutely. I mean, I mean, you look at the Gallup reports over the last couple of years, there's something like 60 plus percent of people at work are emotionally detached and 19% are actively miserable. Yeah. I mean, that's a pretty, that's a pretty, pretty sad state of affairs. Now, purpose isn't the, you know, panacea to all ills in business. Right? I mean, you know, purpose is a really good starting point. Um, but actually, how you then create a culture that where people feel that commitment, where they actually look around them and see other people who have the same kind of standards, you know, whether that's their values or their behaviors or whether that's the actual standards of the work that they're doing. Yeah. But, but also, frankly, uh, too many businesses have become so complicated that it's almost impossible to get anything done. And uh, one of the things we, we talk about in the book is a, a, a loss of agency, right? A loss of that sense that I can actually make a difference. And that's what we often get back when we ask, um, when we go and survey teams and, and, and organizations. It's that, that frustrating feeling of every day I turn up at work and I, you know, there's not, not much I can do differently that make any difference to the customer. That, that's what switches people off. Yeah. And you say as well that you differentiate yourself from big consulting competitors by you've never seen yourselves as knights in data-driven armor. <laughs> what do you actually mean by that? <laughs> what do I mean by that? Uh, well, I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, right, the, 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 there's sort of, I mean, this is an oversimplification, but you could, you could characterize the consulting industry into two sets. There's, a, there's the big consulting firms, and I, I was one, right? So I'm talking from experience. The big consulting firms who will do, you know, big analytical projects, you know, take loads of data out of your organization and play it back to you, quite often telling you exactly what you already knew. And uh, and then there's lots of very creative, you know, not very commercial, not very data-driven organizations who do lots of bold things. And as I said, I was one of those as well. Um, actually, it's the, the data's a starting point. 
right? It's how you look at that data, how you interpret it, where you see the gaps, what's missing. You know, it's the conversation around yeah. that um, that's really, really important. And it's the same with like being provocative and creative, right? You know, that's that's all very well and good. But it's the judgment of the leadership team about what is the real opportunity and, you know, in all of the creativity and the ideas, what, what are the things we have belief in and what can we actually execute? And that's where we come in, you know, trying to navigate leadership teams so they can connect the dots between the data, their, their own entrepreneurial gut. That's right. often missing from a lot of big businesses now. They lose that. <laughs> they sort of become almost custodians of very big businesses. And finally, can I ask you, Jaron, as, as a consultant, when do you know when to move on? When you've made, you've come into an organization, you've assessed it, you've looked at the culture, the strategy, the purpose. When is the sweet spot for you getting out? What a great question. Because <laughs> here's the problem, right? And we, yeah. see that all, we see that all the time. Look, at the, I mean, at the end of the day, um, uh, and we would say this, wouldn't we? You know, we're, we're, we're a very, there's some, some of the aspects of our work which are very highly specialized. Right, so working with top teams, how you then engage organisations behind that, and then there's some things where you know we're we're desperate to build capability into our clients. So how do they think about change differently? And so we try and get those two two or three things right. But ultimately, you know, it's uh, we just have a very honest conversation with our clients about when is it, you know, where are we actually adding value, and we measure that, and we talk to them, and then we come, you know, we're we're definitely not uh, big programmatic. And the so, trick is not to stay too long so you get invited back for another gig, isn't that it? Well, 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 well I mean, there's too much dependency. I mean, if you look at the, the public sector in the UK, there's so much dependency on consultants. Yeah. That actually, I mean, it's, it's funny, one of our clients, Tesco, asked us to do uh, their work on their group strategy because they wanted to uh, develop the strategic muscles of their leadership team, not to outsource the thinking. And that's the point, right? You know, we're not going in as data-driven, you know, these knights in shining armor, pretending that we know the business better than the leaders. We're there to help them unlock their own thinking All and right. to challenge it. We'll have to leave it there, Darren. Darren Ashby, uh, co-author of Every Team Actually Doing Business Better. Thanks very much for joining me. We could talk all day. It's a pleasure, Bobby. Thank you so much for having me. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk. Oh,